Good morning. This morning, as we're studying Christ on the cross and the last words that he spoke, one person that uh, is noted several times during the course of those texts is Peter. And I thought this morning, for our Bible study, we'll look at Peter, you know, who denied Christ. And uh, let's look at Mark 14. Verse 30 and 31. Mark 14, 30 and 31. I'll actually start at 29. Mark 14, 29. But Peter said unto him, Although all shall be offended, yet will not I. And Jesus saith unto him, Verily I say unto thee, That this day, even in this night, before the cock crowed twice, Thou shalt deny me thrice. But he, Peter, spake the more vehemently. If I should die with thee, I will not deny thee in any wise. Likewise also said they all. And so here's Peter, you know, affirming that he would die with Christ. But, you know, he does this contradicting the very thing Jesus said, you know, Jesus told him, you'll deny me three times before the cock crows twice. And he still, you know, disputed the word of the Lord there in verse 31. He spake the more vehemently, you know, against the very words of Christ. And you can see in this, you know, there's a, there's a, a pride and a self standing that Peter had. You know, he's always, you know, and this message is to us too to consider ourselves lest we similarly fall. But Peter fails, but he thinks in his own strength, you know, that he would not deny Christ. And remember that when the soldiers came and, uh, tried, you know, there in the garden, you know, it's Peter that drew the sword. You know, so there was some courage for that moment in his own strength and of course he shouldn't have done that you know, Christ restored the ear that was cut off but once Christ is taken you know they flee away and so as they flee we're going to focus now on on Peter's actions and uh, going to back up first to Luke 22 because Jesus had told Peter something in Luke 22, starting in verse 31, Luke 22:31, the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not, and when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. And he said unto him, Lord, I am ready to go with thee both into prison and to death. Again, affirming. You know, Luke records more of Peter's words. And he said, Jesus said, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day before thou shalt thrice deny that thou knowest me. And so we see in this too, Satan. Remember we saw last week, you know, Satan entered into Judas. Here too, Satan desired to have Peter to sift him as wheat. But, you know, Jesus 
said, I've prayed for thee that thy strength fail not. And we'll see his restoration later. So let's look then at the text. I'm going to read all four that dealt with Peter's denials. And we'll go in order, starting in Matthew 26. Matthew 26. Verses 33 through 35. Peter answered again and said unto him, Though all men shall be offended before thee, because of thee, yet will I not be offended. Jesus saith unto him, Verily I say unto thee, that this night before the cock crow thou shalt deny me thrice. Peter said unto him, Though I should die with thee, yet will I not deny thee. Likewise also said all the disciples. Then go to verse 58. But Peter followed him afar off unto the high priest's palace and went in and sat with the servants to see the end. And then down to verse 69. Now Peter sat without in the palace, and a damsel came unto him, saying, Thou also wast with Jesus of Galilee. But he denied before them all, saying, I know not what thou sayest. And when he was gone out into the porch, another maid saw him and said unto them that were with him, This fellow was also with Jesus of Nazareth. And again he denied with an oath, I do not know the man. And after a while came unto him they that stood by and said to Peter, Surely thou art one of them, for thy speech bewraileth thee. Then began he to curse and to swear, saying, I know not the man. And immediately the cock crew. And Peter remembered the word of Jesus, which said unto him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And he went out and wept bitterly. Now go to Mark, return to Mark. And we'll pick up in Mark 14, verse 54. Mark 14, 54, And Peter followed him afar off, even into the palace of the high priest. And he sat with the servants and warmed himself at the fire. Then down to verse 66. And as Peter was beneath in the palace, there cometh one of the maids of the high priest. And when she saw Peter warming himself, she looked upon him and said, And thou also wast with Jesus of Nazareth. But he denied, saying, I know not, neither understand I what thou sayest. And he went out into the porch, and the cock crew. And a maid saw him again, and began to say to them that stood by, This is one of them. And he denied it again. And a little after, they that stood by said again to Peter, Surely thou art one of them, for thou art a Galilean, and thy speech agreeeth thereto. But he began to curse and to swear, saying, I know not this man of whom ye speak. And a second time the cock crew. And Peter called to mind the word of Jesus, the word that Jesus said unto him, Before the cock crow twice, thou shalt deny me thrice. And when he thought thereon, he wept. Now to Mark, to Luke's account, Luke 22, Luke 22, verse 54. Luke twenty two fifty four. Then took they him, Jesus, and led him, and brought him into the high priest's house. 
and Peter followed afar off. And when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the hall and were sat down together, Peter sat down among them. But a certain maid beheld him as he sat by the fire and earnestly looked upon him and said, This man was also with him. And he denied him, saying, Woman, I know him not. And after a little while, another saw him and said, Thou art also of them. And Peter said, Man, I am not. And about the space of one hour after, another confidently affirmed, saying of a truth, This fellow also is with him, for he is a Galilean. And Peter said, Man, I know not what thou sayest. And immediately, while he yet spake, the cock crew. And the Lord turned and looked upon Peter. And Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said unto him before the cock crow, Thou shalt deny me thrice. And Peter went out and wept bitterly. And finally now John, chapter 18, John 18, starting at verse 15. And Simon Peter followed Jesus, and so did another disciple. That disciple was known unto the high priest and went in with Jesus into the palace of the high priest. But Peter stood at the door without. Then went out that other disciple, which was known unto the high priest, and spake unto her that kept the door and brought in Peter. Then said the damsel that kept the door unto Peter, Art not thou also one of this man's disciples? He saith, I am not. And the servants and officers stood there who had made a fire of coals, for it was cold, and they warmed themselves. And Peter stood with them and warmed himself. And I go to verse 25. And Simon Peter stood and warmed himself. They said, Therefore unto them, Art not thou also one of his disciples? He denied it and said, I am not. One of the servants of the high priest, being his kinsman, whose ear Peter cut off, saith unto him, Did not I see thee in the garden with him? Peter then denied again, and immediately the cock crew. So we hear from the four different accounts. You know, it's interesting, each of them recorded this event with, with Peter and his, you know, how... He was tempted to deny Christ, you know, and, you know, there in the midst of, of those that were, had taken Christ prisoner. But remember, he had given himself. We emphasized last week he was, you know, led away by them, but they did nothing but what he had established that they would do. But as we look at Peter and kind of think, what what brought Peter to this point? Notice at first, you know, Luke twenty two fifty four. you know, he follows afar off. You know, they all were scattered. You know, we'll compliment Peter and John. They came back, you know, following after Jesus. But yet, he's following afar off. He had promised, I'll follow you to the death, you know, or at least to prison. But yet we find when Jesus is taken, he, he flees first. And now as he returns, he follows afar off. But then, you know, when he gets inside, you know, he, he joins 
with the enemies of Christ. You know, there in verse 55, it said they were set down together at Luke 22, 55. They were set down together. This is they, they that brought him, they that led Christ. They kindled a fire. They were sat down together. And the last phrase in there in verse 55, and Peter sat down among them. You know, the very ones that he should not have been having fellowship with, he sits down among them. So he places himself in a place of, of danger as far as his testimony for Christ. And even his attitude, back Matthew 26, you know, he's falling afar off. In Matthew 26, 58, we read too, he followed afar off under the high priest's palace and went in and sat with the servants. And the last phrase there is to see the end. You know, implying almost a curiosity. You know, he's not there to faithfully be with Christ, but he's there more to see, well, see what's going to come of all this. So, you know, his attitude among these, you know, is is not what one would expect of Peter who said, you know, I'll die, I'll die with you. You know, he sits with them and he doesn't just sit with them. Then in John 18, you know, they make a fire, a fire of coals for it was cold. Remember, this is in the evening. John 18, 18 says they warmed themselves. Again, you know, Peter stood with them. He sat with them. And he warmed himself. And of course, this implies, you know, he, is, he was cold. He wasn't just cold physically, but he was cold spiritually. You know, following afar off from Christ, just wanting to see what's going to come to be of this matter. But he's warming himself there with the enemies. And this is the same time and this is why Jesus later looks upon him. You know, he's he's there in the same building where they're questioning Jesus. In verse 19, if we read on, it says, The high priest then asked Jesus of his disciples and of his doctrine. And so he's there in the same building. But Peter has a fear of man, you know, that is excessive. As you notice, you know, in the first one, you know, it's only a maid. It's not a threatening soldier, but a maid, a, a young girl, a doorkeeper, you know, referred to here also as a damsel in, in Matthew. You know, the damsel says, thou was with him. And she didn't, she wasn't, you know, uh, accusing him or, or threatening him, but just indicating you were with Jesus. But here he denies Verse 70 again of Matthew 26 says he denied, and he didn't deny just to her privately. It says he denied before them all, saying, I know not what thou sayest. And of course, he lies, you know, add to his, beside his denials of Christ and falling afar off, you know, he actually lied repeatedly. You know, he knew Christ. He knew what they were saying. He was with Jesus. 
You know, the next one, verse 71, Matthew 26, says, the next maid says, this fellow also is with Jesus. And again, he denies, I do not know the man. And notice how he refers to Jesus too, you know, the man. You know, this not was not just a man or the man, this was the son of God, which Peter, remembering his confession, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. But here he says, I don't even know him. To a maid, a second maid. So his denial is, is public before all. And then, you know, as, as the next group come, you know, and those that say his speech betrayeth him. Remember, he's a Galilean, and uh, the Galileans, they had a rough language. They weren't near as cultured as the people in Jerusalem and Judah proper but you know their speech was such that they, you could tell that they they were not educated they were rough in their talk and so Peter's speech you know indicated to him too that he was a Galilean and so in this in 73 then when this one told him you know well you are one of them you know, now it wasn't just that you were with Jesus, but that you are one of them. You're one of his disciples. Verse 74 says he began to curse and to swear. Again, I know not the man. So, you know, before it was just denials. Now he vehemently, you know, cursed, you know, in implication there of cursing God, cursing man, swearing, you know, all the things prohibited. But, you know, trying to, convinced them that he did not know Christ. And so he swears, he curses. And then we have the, the final event, though. In each of them, Peter remembers the word of Jesus. You know, bringing, Christ brings to his mind, because when he curses this third time, when he denies him, you know, the cock crows for the second time. And Peter remembers the word of Jesus, which said unto him before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And, you know, Matthew's extremely, you know, records his emotion. The others say, you know, he remembered, he wept. But Matthew tells us he actually, he wept bitterly. You know, he pondered upon what Christ had said. And here, and we also need to, to notice, uh, too, that Christ's eyes met upon him. You know, they, they passed through because they're in the same building at the same time. You know, Christ looked upon him, and that, you know, reminded him and brought to remembrance the word that Christ had spoken. And so he wept, went out, and wept bitterly. Notice he went out from among them, you know, separated himself as he should have from the beginning, and left. So Peter, you know, who said he'd never deny Christ, we see a denial. But we don't want to leave it there. We want to go now to John 21. 
because subsequent to this, you know, Peter leaves, Christ is crucified, dead, buried, resurrected. You know, the disciples go to the tomb. Christ appears, but there's still this issue of, of Peter and the denial. And John deals with this in John 21. I pick up at verse 15. So when they had dined, this is the disciples and Jesus. Jesus saith to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my lambs. He saith to him the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my sheep. He saith unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, Lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus said unto him, Feed my sheep. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, when thou wast young, thou girdest thyself, and walkest whither thou wouldest. But when thou shalt be old, thou shalt stretch forth thy hands, and another shall gird thee, and carry thee whither thou wouldest not. This spake he, signifying by what death he should glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he saith unto him, Follow me. So what Jesus does here, you know, he's, you know, Peter had publicly denied Christ. Well, now he comes back to Peter in the public, uh, in public with the disciples, and he asked him three times. Notice, you know, there was a reason for this. You know, there were three denials, and so Jesus three times asked him. You know, reminding him, lovest thou me more than these? You know, you indicated a fervent love. And we might note, go back to verse 9 of John 21. When they were come to the land, they saw a fire of coals there, and fish laid thereon, and bread. And Jesus saith to them, bring of the fish which ye have now caught. You know, Christ had prepared for them a meal, but notice this reference to a fire of coals to the setting was the same. You know, Peter had warmed himself at a fire of coals with the enemies of Christ, and here Christ again prepares a fire of coals, but with fish and bread laid thereon. And so as he asked Peter these three times, do you love me more than these? You know, Peter, this time, you know, he's not near as confident in his own abilities. He answers back, yea, Lord. You know, all three times, yea, Lord, the first time, yea, Lord, the second time, Lord, the third time. You know, putting the emphasis on Christ, and he says, you know that I love him. Let him, you know, Peter recognizing God knows the heart and sets for it that Christ would know the answer. You know, much more humble in his response. But he said, you know that I love thee. Peter still had that love for him. 
But here Christ is bringing out, as Christ brings it out each time too, you know, the three denials, the three affirmations by Peter. You know that I love thee. And Christ moves this now in John 21. Again in 15, to feed my lambs. 16, to feed my sheep. And 17, to feed my sheep. You know, some were lambs tender and and uh, others many years with the Lord. But he says all these, they all need feeding. You know, he has his sheep. Some of his sheep are still young and tender. They're lambs. And so he tells him now, commands him. And then he responds back there in 18 and 19. Peter had said, I'm willing to die with you. And Jesus now confirms, you will. He says, when you were young, you were free. You could do what you wanted. Go where you wanted to go. But he says, there's going to come a time when you're going to stretch forth your hands. Another will gird you and carry thee whither thou wouldest not. So he too would be crucified because he would stretch forth his hands. And he said he spake this by what death and his death would glorify God. That would come later after God used him for a period of time. But he said this is what he would do that he would suffer for Christ and ultimately die for Christ. But all of this to glorify God. So with him restored then, he'll go to the book of Acts. Remember the Holy Spirit comes down, the 120 stay there. The upper room, Holy Spirit comes upon them. And Peter, you know, who Christ had, you know, commanded now to to feed his sheep, to feed his lambs, to follow him, we find a a bold Peter. You know, Acts two fourteen, he immediately Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice, said unto them, You men of Judea, all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken to my words. And he goes through and preaches to them of Christ, the Holy One of God, that would not suffer corruption. Acts 3.12, Peter, when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why ye look on so earnestly on us? as though by our own power or holiness we had made this man to walk. This is when they had healed the lame man. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, had glorified his son Jesus. Notice his boldness here, whom he delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. And he goes on and preaches again to them, Christ. Preaches to them to repent and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. Then Acts 4, 8. Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, you rulers of the people and elders of Israel, 
If we this day, and this when they're being examined, we be examined of the good deed done to this impotent man by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This man who said, I knew not the man, now preaches again boldly the name of Jesus Christ, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead. You know, they commanded them not to preach anymore in this name. Verse 18 of Acts 4, but verse 19 says, But Peter and John answered and said unto them, Whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, judge ye. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding nothing how they might punish them because of the people for all the men glorified God for that which was done. And then later, you know, they're still, they take them and put them in prison in chapter five, lay their hands on the apostles and they were preaching. They brought them in and Peter now in verse 29, Acts 5, 29, Peter and the apostles said, we ought to obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom ye slew and hanged on a tree. Him hath God exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior, for to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are his witnesses of these things, and so is also the Holy Ghost, whom God hath given to them that obey him. So you can see the boldness of Peter, you know, no longer denying, filled with the Holy Spirit, you know, confessing and preaching Christ, the very one he denied earlier. Let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you now for your word. We pray that we'd be instructed by the example of Peter that we would not deny you, but would ever be faithful to you. We would confess you as the Christ, the Son of the living God. And that despite what men say, that we would have boldness to proclaim your word and to stand behind our profession of our faith in you. And just pray that you keep each of us, help us to be faithful witnesses to you and, and faithful to you even unto death. Just pray all this in Christ's name. Amen.